Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Epicenter, Episode 2, Ultimate Episode 129. It has been so long since I have recorded, uh, other than obviously the recent ones I've recorded in the last week or two, and uh, this is only my second Epicenter one, so um, I'm still trying to get my feet wet, as it were, and so please bear with me. Um, so these Epicenter ones are uh, obviously focusing on learning to center yourself, or in some cases, reset yourself, or in some forms of meditation, um, something that'll help affect the psyche. So what I'm I'm illustrating here is when we have those moments of failure, when we have those moments where despair is sinking in, where the darkness is encompassing us, we need to do something to stop it. We need to say, okay, wait just a moment. I need to reset myself and I need to start moving forward again. Um, I've already given some things we can do to prepare ourselves, but these are three tricks that are very specific. Um, Some were taught to me, uh, well, actually all of them were taught to me by different teachers at different points in my life. And I can tell you that I have tried each and every one of them and they work or they have for me. And they may not for you, but hopefully they'll inspire you to think of something that might help you if you're faced or should say when you're faced with these situations. So these are the three tricks. Trick number one, it is a temperature reset. So one of the things you can do, and you have to be careful with temperatures, because obviously when you're dealing with extreme heat or extreme cold, either one of them can cause damage. And I am not a great example of this. Um, I've mentioned before that I have a circulation disorder. So my hands and feet, specifically my fingers and toes, ears and nose, uh, have a tendency to to lose feeling um, and to get very cold a lot. So I'm actually rather accustomed to extreme temperatures. Um, you've heard of the, the beaten dog syndrome. Um, if my hands and feet are not cold, I actually feel funny. I feel off. Um, And so I I feel like I need that in my life. But having said that, coming back to this reset, you can literally do a, a, a psychological reset or an emotional reset by using your body, um, by doing something like putting something cold on your skin for at least 90 seconds. Um, so a good example of this is literally take ice and put it on your skin. We, we see in the movies and we hear people talk about splashing cold water on your face. That's a genuine technique that people use to reset themselves. This other one is one I'm cautioning you over and over again. This is like the warning label. Be really careful if you do this one, but it totally can work to reset your psyche. Get a bowl of water. You want it cold, so you might even want to put some ice in there. Hold your breath and then put your face in the water for 15 to 30 seconds. And... um, it actually does things physiologically to your body. Um, it, it can inspire that fight or flight reaction, or as I've recently learned, it's fight, flight, or freeze. It affects the circulation to your body. It affects the circulation to your brain, and um, and, it, and it changes things. And that dramatic, radical shift can sometimes pull us out of that darkness or despair. Um, it, it, it can stop us from digging that pit and, and can give us the ladder or at least stop us long enough to realize that we need to ask for a ladder to help ourselves out. So a temperature reset can, can definitely work. Um, so it's definitely something to consider or to think about, but be careful. The second one is to solve something. Um, now, let's let's take a big step back for a minute and look at this from a, um, a philosophical perspective. Um, we learn to learn. Um, and, and so when we 
um, can do something and we succeed, we have an easier time learning how to succeed. And when we overcome failure, we have a slightly easier time overcoming failure because it's just like a muscle and we learn to do it. Most of us who have addictive personalities, we're not addicted to one thing. We're addicted to many things, even if some of them are small and benign. But if you have a hard time overcoming a bigger addiction, overcome a smaller one first will actually teach you how to overcome them. It'll build that muscle and make it so that you're more capable. Um, and I should retract the phrase easier, better, or more capable of overcoming. As I had stated earlier, not easier, but better. Anyway, so um, one of the things that I like to do is to solve Sudoku puzzles, or in, in some cases, physical puzzles, um, but something that requires you to use your faculties um, some kind of riddle, something, some, some kind of mystery, something that requires you to dive in and and try to figure it out. Um, I, numerical puzzles are something that I am deeply fascinated with, but uh, it could be anything that you're interested in. Uh, a lot of people like to do crossword puzzles. I will tell you that. Um, just as I had mentioned before about the addictions thing, not that I, I'm, I'm talking about addiction specifically, but the conceptual idea of it is that um, as I have started back up my podcasts, I have also started working on weaving chainmail again. Um, does one affect the other? Not directly, but it's again back to the muscle thing again. If I can pull that chainmail out and break through my own anxieties and I can put five links on it, then I can spend five minutes trying to do something on my podcast. It's the little things that you need to do. If you're having a resistance to do something big that's difficult, but you're also having resistance to doing something that's very small and not difficult, then break through the small one and it will help you break through the bigger one. Um, and so anyways... Uh, succeed at one and will help you to succeed in the other is what I'm ultimately trying to say. And then the final, the third thing that you can do is breathing techniques. Um, one of those is holding your breath. Uh, and this one I actually find very interesting. Um, there's actually two different techniques you can do with this one. One of them is you inhale as much as you can possibly hold and then you hold it for as long as you possibly can. Um, and again, just like with the temperature thing, you've got to be cautious about what you do. But when you do that, your body goes through a physical physiological reaction. It's almost like a fear of, oh crap, I'm running out of oxygen. I need to do something about it. And, and, and that will help redirect your focus. It will break that cycle, that despair cycle, and it will allow you to, to take that moment. And again, stop using the shovel and look up and say, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm seeing less and less light above me. Uh, can somebody toss me a rope? I need to climb out of this pit. Um, another tactic that you can use is you inhale as much as you possibly can to the point where you're bursting and then you try to inhale more and you try to inhale more and you try to inhale more. It has a, it has a similar reaction, but it feels a little differently. Um, not necessarily saying good or bad, but it does feel differently. And then the third thing, and this one is something that you hear across the board, and I will tell you the person who taught this, and it actually has made one of the biggest changes in my life um, when it comes to learning how to control my emotions and my state of being, is learning to breathe with your diaphragm. Uh, pretty much any person who has learned to play an instrument or to sing knows that that is one of the most critical things about controlling how the air flows in and out of your body. But it also controls uh, your heart rate. It controls your fight or flight reactions. Um, it has helped to control my Raynaud's, my circulation disorder. 
in other facets of my life. So it is, it is, it is quite critical for you. Um, if you want to learn to control your emotional state, your breathing is one of the basic things to do. However, I will preface it with this. As critical and as important as it is, it is also the slowest at creating the reaction that you're looking for. If you're looking for a mass reset, this is the last thing I would turn to. But if you feel yourself beginning to fall, if, if you feel like that you've just been handed a shovel and you're going to start digging the pit, then maybe not go to the extreme drastic changes of grabbing a bucket of ice and sticking your head in it, but instead start those breathing techniques and begin looking for areas that you can focus yourself on so that you can start moving again and start climbing instead of digging. So um, move with focus, have hope, prepare yourself with the tools that you need so that you can successfully overcome the darkness when those failure moments hit. Um, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, stupendous day. Remember you're worth it and, uh, good luck because even if luck doesn't play a part in mortality as an actual thing that exists, the concept is something that is definitely supposed to be positive and it gives us hope and hope is a critical part of our life. So good luck and have hope.